Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, back in the studio on a Thursday morning. So we had, what, classes four and five? Three and four. Three and four. Okay, I was close. I was close. You know, at least I'm paying attention to you half the time. <laughs> Area baseball teams, regardless, in uh, the state championships uh, in Ozark. How'd that go yesterday for Both them? Both of the semifinals were won by area teams. Nice. That is outstanding. We have two area teams going for state championships today. Logan Rogersville got their win. They knocked off a ball club from Kennett and beat them 11-1. to Smashed them. So that's pretty good. That's a smashing. Catholic played Valley Park from St. Louis and beat them 11 to nothing. Had two teams, two of the area teams, scoring a total of 22 runs to one for the opposition. That is pretty good. And each will play for state championships today. This is really outstanding. Springfield Catholic will play later on tonight. They will play Father Tolton Regional Catholic from up in Columbia. They're very good and very good team, especially in basketball. Catholic will play them for the Class 3 title. That's tonight. That's at 7 o'clock. Meanwhile, this afternoon at 1 o'clock, it will be the Rogersville, Logan Rogersville Wildcats playing for their championship. And this will be an outstanding game. They play Southern Boone County for the title. But here we have two in classes three and four going for state championships. Five and six is tomorrow and Saturday. And we have one area representative there, the defending class five champion, Willard. So, indeed, the situation is looking pretty good for an area that we are very proud of with baseball. It's, it's really coming on. It's being a state a state representative in terms of strength, and we have it down here. We definitely have it down here in southwest Missouri. All right, so I get asked a lot of questions about the Chiefs when I'm out, and uh, it's because obviously everyone knows that I'm a Kansas City Chiefs homer, so uh, they want to you know, find out how I feel about certain things, and especially after the uh, Tyreek Hill trade, everyone was like, how do you feel? I mean, you know, my, my thing has always been, look, I don't think any receiver is worth that really, especially Tyreek Hill. Um, good luck to you. And it was pretty telling in his uh, exit, if you will, that he just wanted to live in Miami and get paid and didn't care about winning championships anymore. He's got his ring, and now he wants to be a star. And I think that is, is kind of in line with the news about his new podcast. Is this, in, It's it, just it, the reality cycle is all it sense, is. In a sense, Mike, it is. In a sense, but on the other hand, they put out a teaser. Now, this podcast that Tyreek Hill is making a lot of publicity over. It's going to be co-hosted by a guy named Julius Collins. It's a friend of Tyreek's. Anyway, the podcast will not be available till June the 10th, which is next Friday, Friday a week. But they put out a teaser yesterday, a little preview, and in that teaser, Tyreek is quoted as saying, Hey, man, I wanted to stay with the Chiefs. Wanted to be with the Chiefs. It was, it was up to them. They didn't want me. I wanted to stay with them. That's all part of the teaser. Now, whether or not that comes out in the whole podcast, who knows? But that was the teaser, and that was the uh, subject of a lot of conversation yesterday. And again, it's if he wanted to be with the team, he wouldn't have been like, well, I want to be the highest paid receiver in the NFL. Okay, come on. It is just, it is what it is. Players take cuts all the time. Do you really think, I mean, if he would have went for, let's say, conservatively, what, 22, 23 million as opposed to 30? All day. All day. But to him, what's the difference of $8 million? If you want to win more rings, $8 million is a fair price to pay to be a champion. It don't isn't you think? the price. It's not the price. It is the ego. That's my man. You know what I'm more surprised about, though? 
that you even know what a podcast is. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm only reading. You're on three of them with us, so you better know what they are. How do you spell them anyway? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, all right. Uh, semifinals in the NHL playoffs continue. And uh, even is, though. Is we, that going to be on the podcast? I, most definitely. We might actually have the most. We might actually crest 20 downloads this time uh, just because I got Ned laughing so hard. So, get the word out. This one's going viral. Viral. All right, so uh, hockey uh, Stanley Cup playoffs continue. Of course, uh, Blues are out, but uh, we still have some great competition in that. Including the defending champions, the Tampa Bay Lightning, and boy, did they get it handed to them last night at Madison Square Garden. Playing the New York Rangers, and the Rangers have kind of flown, or in this case, skated under the radar a little bit because they're a pretty good team. Match was tied 2-2, and all of a sudden the Rangers exploded. As a matter of fact, after Tampa Bay tied it at 2-2, just a few seconds later the Rangers broke that tie and then went on to a 6-2 smashing of Tampa Bay. That is pretty good, but it's only one game, gang. This is a best of seven. Colorado and Edmonton, well, they had a high-scoring match the other night, 8-6. The Colorado Avalanche won. They play tonight again out in Denver. This is the semifinal round of the Stanley Cup. The championships will be these two winners who go after each other in a seven-game. This series isn't going to end until late in June. The NBA series will end a little bit before that. Yeah, well, um, like I always say, especially about those two sports, those playoffs take almost six months to complete. About as long as a regular season, the way they draw it out. All right, well, we got more uh, sports to talk about, and I'm going to explain to Ned what a podcast is in the meantime on 104.7 The Cave. (laughs) Ned Reynolds, Mike, the intern, back in the studio on a Thursday morning. So one team in Missouri is looking good, in my opinion. I know that there there are still issues. There's always issues, especially with pitching, but I think this team, especially when they're hot, they could be one of the best, especially in their division. The other, you want more out of, and you're not getting it. Don't understand it. I really do not understand. Cardinals, they do. They sweep a very good team. The San Diego Padres swept them yesterday. They get a nice little uh, three RBI performance from Nolan Arnato. You expect that. And beat the Padres in three games. They won yesterday 5-2. And now they go to Cubbies land. And the Cubbies aren't very good. This is a five-game series at Wrigley Field beginning tonight. And it's five games in four days. Now, how are they going to do that? I'll tell you exactly how. They have a doubleheader on Saturday. Uh, because this is one of the makeups from a game that was scrubbed because of the nonsense that went on back in the winter and the early spring. All right, over and above that, Cardinals get a sweep of the San Diego Padres, win yesterday 5-2. The other team, the Royals, folks, I'm telling you, they are better than this. But right now, their record is 16 wins, 33 losses. Fell yesterday to the Cleveland Guardians, 4 to nothing. Do not understand this team at all. Their, their hitting is pretty good. It wasn't yesterday, but... They just can't seem to get things together, and it's very, very bothersome. 16-33, and 33, and this is a team that played well in spring training, hitting the ball all over, but they're really having trouble in the, at the start of the season, and we're better than a start. We're a third of the way through now. It should be a lot better than that. But see what happens. Season has a, still a long way to go. Absolutely, and uh, like I always say, especially when it comes to the Royals, you know, typically in in the past, they've had a really good start and Memorial Day weekend comes and it's kind of like, <laughs> my hope now is that since they didn't have that great of a start, they'll start to climb. So, but they need to start climbing soon if they're going to do it. Uh, Springfield Cardinals, they're in town, right? How are they and doing? They are playing well. They won last night 7-1. to one. This is really encouraging because Mason Wynn, who they just called up a couple of weeks ago, 
three for four last night, and he's batting 367 and playing excellent baseball. Moises Gomez, who from the start of the season has been playing well, also three for four. The, the Cardinals are hitting the ball well, and the pitching, the kid they brought up who got a, had a rocky start his first time at Mike McGreevy, did pitch well last night against the Travelers. He went uh, six innings, allowed three hits. He struck out five and gets the win, and the Cardinals get it by a score of 7-1. to one. This series it continues tonight, tomorrow night, Saturday night, and Sunday night. This is a very big series for the Cardinals, and they are coming on. And that's good to see it. I'm glad they're in town. Weather's looking absolutely gorgeous. If you want to see a game this week, you're not going to sweat too much, so that's a good thing. All right. 87 years ago today, one of the world's most famous sports figures said farewell to his game. Who was it? George Herman Babe Ruth. This was his... He finally decided on a June 2nd of 1935 that, hey, he didn't have it any longer. He was overweight, out of shape, and he decided, hey, this is it. I cannot play the game effectively the way I want to. Ironically enough, eight days before, he hit the final three home runs of his career all in one game. At Forbes Field in Pittsburgh, he blasted three against the Pirates. And the last one, Mike, this is this is fascinating to me, the last one was the first home run ever hit out of Forbes Field. It went over the 86-foot-high roof in right field, estimated at 600 feet. At the end of the home run, he crossed home plate, didn't bother going to the dugout. He went straight to the locker room, and on the way out, he said to one of the opposing team, one of the Pirates players, I think I hit that one pretty well, and that was it. He figured, hey, this is it. I'm going to leave with my moment of glory, 714 career home runs. And that's what he ended up with eight days later. Hey, I can't do this anymore. I'm making many more mistakes. So he came to the, at age 40, came to the wise decision that this is it. He leaves with, my gosh, RBIs 2,214. That's one of the all-time greats of Major League Baseball. The next year, 1936, is when the Hall of Fame was established. First class. He was in the first class oh, in there with some of the other greats of the game. Babe Ruth. Now, I'm going to hit you with a little trivia question. What team was he playing for when he retired? Um, it was the Braves, I believe. That's a, Oh, Mike, that's very good. Thanks, man. I am very pleased with you. Uh, you know what? I got, I, I, I'm right. I, I'm, I, I may have given you hell about podcasts last hour, but this hour, you know, that's 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 what we call gaslighting. I kind of mess with you, and then I'm like, no, I, I actually do listen. I'm it seeing. was, but it wasn't the Atlanta Braves. No, no, no. Boston yeah, Braves. Yeah, Boston Braves. Who are now the Atlanta mm-hmm. Braves, but that's exactly right. He had... Picked up as a free agent when the Yankees early in the season said, hey, we don't need you anymore. Braves signed him as an attraction. Yeah. Bring in fans to the stands. Part of the reason why he got out, because he knew it, too. Indeed. Unfortunate. But at the same time, um, you know, you, you just said his age. And it blows my mind because you look at pictures of him at that point in his life. And you look, I'm I'm the same age that he is when he retired. Look at a picture of him and put a picture against me. Mike, I'm going to hit you with one that's even more significant than that. When he passed away, which was 13 years later, he was only 53 years yeah. old. He, that 53, folks, is young, especially young when you look at me, but 53 years old. And when you looked at him then, oh, he, he had throat cancer and he looked very bad. Awful. But at 40, he looked like he was pushing 60. So take care of yourself is the bottom line. That's what Ned says, and that's what Mike the intern says. Have a great day, sir.